is brought to you by 3Air, blockchain and banking for the next billion people. 3Air is the world's first blockchain platform that helps individuals and businesses thrive on Web3 within broadband internet. 3Air provides a frictionless experience into Web3 that is accessible to anyone. By utilizing DeFi, you can earn, stake, and generate income through bandwidth sharing, play to earn, and learn to earn apps. For more information, go to 3Air.io. That's the number 3Air.io. And now for today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Cryptocurrent. Your host here, Richard Carthon. And today I have a special guest all the way out in Dubai working on a project and scenario that is near and dear to me as we look at the world of DeFi and banking the unbanked. We have Sandy, uh, the 3Air CEO. How are you doing today? Hello, Richard. I'm doing good. Thanks. Of course. Well, thank you for being a part of the show. I'm excited to learn more about everything you have going on. And to start that off, I want to learn a little bit more about you. Do you mind giving us a little bit of background on yourself? Sure. Why not? So um, where should I start? Probably probably since I was a kid because the majority of things start there. So I was really a sick kid uh, and um, I couldn't do sports a lot. So instead I did computers. I started with six years old with my Commodore 64 and then computers were like uh, part of my life all the time. I didn't study anything in um, with with computers. So my my background is economy. I think that's kind of a good mix in in regards to crypto, right? Knowing something about computers and knowing a lot about the economy also. But I'm a self-taught developer, so I am a full-stack developer. Uh, Worked on a few projects myself. I really like to get my hands dirty, although lately I cannot. I'm in a different position right now. Mm, Done some uh, smart contract work also. Uh, I, I, I tend to, to know what uh, how the developers think, but I also have the idea of the business and the economy and the tokenomics behind it. That's kind of a, my, my background, let's say. Yeah, and it's a great background. Uh, the fact that you are able to merge the technical aspect of it, uh, especially as it relates to uh, things being built on blockchain and coming into the crypto world, but then also the economics of understanding how economics work and then blending that into decentralized finance, aka DeFi, and brings you to how you even built your company in the first place. But what was that first introduction into the crypto blockchain space? Like, how did you get first learn about this space? Well, to be honest, I I kind of came late, a bit late to the party. It, it was just that I was I was a bit of a in in a different project before and. Um, I came to one project where I needed to buy something with Bitcoin. And then I was like, it's 
this Bitcoin, you know, why, you know, I, I heard it before, never paid really attention to it, but then I started looking into it, how it actually works, why it was created, what's the story behind, and I was like, this is something really good. I should probably get to, you know, be doing something with it. And this is how I, how I then started. Uh, it was first a deep dive into Bitcoin and how the blockchain works and how Bitcoin actually works. And then, uh, of course, the uh, next one was Ethereum and looking into smart contracts and so on. And then I, then I got involved with a few really, really good projects. Just at the really early stage made me, yeah, I... I got to still, I got to smile, you know, uh, when I think about those days, because it started with literally not, not really a lot, but it, it became, um, it became a huge success for me. And yeah, now I'm, now I'm doing my, my own stuff. Which is great. And it's cool that your first introduction was having to use it and, and finding a lot, learning deeper of like, okay, why, why am I doing this? And so it's even relevant into what three areas. So we're going to unpack with, with three areas, but essentially one of the things that's on here, which I think is really cool is one of the things you're trying to accomplish is banking the next billion and, and banking the unbanked. So as you explain what three air is, can you kind of explain why you're trying to tackle this problem? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I, I, I like to travel like this and also my first crypto you know as, as i said when i needed to pay with bitcoin was actually in a place that's not really doesn't have a lot of people back so it was a third world country and um i seen how people actually use it there but i also seen people that were without internet uh you know spoke to them a bit i thought I should try and do something in, in that sense. And fortunately, I do have some friends that um, have a um, really good solution in regards to providing broadband internet exactly to such areas where there's no infrastructure there. Um, and um, yeah, we, we talked about it and they were saying, look, we are running it already in Sierra Leone. We're having such trouble. It's like people coming into our offices, paying for services in cash. Oh, how could we do it a bit differently so that really they don't need to come into our offices? And the guys actually sent out um, two two guys to collect the money. And it, it, went, it went good the first month, right? It went good the second month, the third month. They already knew somebody was waiting for them and then got dropped. And they got dropped quite a lot of times already doing it. So right now, when they say uh, send out people to collect the money, right now, they cannot tell anymore when exactly they're coming. Uh, it needs to be random. So I, at that point in time, I was already into crypto and I was like, you should probably think about having you know, crypto integrated. It looks like a solution and it looks like it's taking over the world. And this is when I then became involved in such a project. And it's, it's really about mostly about helping people, connecting them to the internet and also giving them all the tools that they need to become financially free. Because it's possible. It really is possible in, in today's world and blockchain. It is. And it, it looks like you're trying to tackle this not only just for a cause, but attacking a challenge that is being faced right now and having 
solutions that are actionable right now in this moment. So it's a blend between bringing DeFi to the unbanked, but then if the unbanked don't even have access to internet, which is essential because most of the world runs on internet these days, especially as it relates to banking, you're now providing them with the internet through broadband. So can you kind of unpack that a little bit more? So how are you able to blend these two together through 3Air? Yeah, so on, on one side, we have the technology. It's a in-house developed um, patented technology where we can set up base stations. And then we have a wireless link, a 50 kilometers radius from our base stations, and we can really deliver high-speed internet. It's uh, uh, up to one gigabit per second. And uh, through the same link, we actually deliver also digital TV in HD quality and IP telephony. So that's that's one part of the business, let's say it like this. Um, and it's not really blockchain bound. Uh, and then we have a blockchain platform that was in, at first it was built just uh, to provide a payment solution and also uh, to provide a identity solution. Because people in, in Africa, we are focused like, really on Africa currently. We think there is a, the most potential for what we're trying to do. And there is also the, the most life that we can affect. Um, they, they don't, they, not, not, not everyone has a uh, identity, uh, a identity card. And um, there's also blockchain is one of the solutions that I personally think that will take over the identity, um, identification in the future. So this is why we also trying to provide them with both the identity and also uh, with uh, a financial tools and revenue streams. Um, and in regards to internet, we, we are also merging this into the internet uh, connectivity. So in Sierra Leone, we have everything set up currently in regards to providing internet and we are using just two base stations to cover whole uh, Freetown. And we're covering with two base stations around 90% of Freetown. And uh, for the for the rest 10%, we actually tried to implement a mesh network system. So we kind of, you can think about it, we, we, we place access points. You can think about it like routers at, at home. They are just connected one to the other. And then it creates a, a area where you can seamlessly connect to, to a wireless signal. Um, so this is, uh, we, we are providing this infrastructure to the end user. The end user can then share his connection. And um, for this access point to actually be operational, tokens need to be staked in it because we do want a secure network. And this is a, let's say, an insurance. Um, the, the tokens are kind of an insurance in, in the access point. And um, yeah, with this, um, people can actually share their connection and earn also a revenue on it. Got it. Okay. So just so I can understand the, the concept of it. So, so phase one is being able to provide the, the internet, the infrastructure. So with providing these, uh, the, these physical uh, things that you drop and then they kind of connect to it by then receiving tokens, they can then stake those tokens to help build out the broadband at which they can then use the internet itself, but then also get paid and rewarded for helping building out that uh, broadband network in order to use it. Is that about right? Hey, Cryptocurrent crew, this is Steve Miller, and I'm the host of CC Live, the show that keeps you up to date with what's popping off in crypto land. Every episode of CC Live brings you the latest news, keeps you updated on the top projects, 
and decrypts everything you need to know to get ahead in the wild world of Web3. So if you really want to stay cryptocurrent, join Richard, Chris, and I every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on YouTube Live. So what are you waiting for? Subscribe to Cryptocurrent's YouTube channel today. And as always, stay Cryptocurrent. Yeah, it is. So you can you can think about the access point kind of like a node, although we're not confirming any transactions there. You know, it's just it, the 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 tokens are staked there for the for the access point to actually be able to to operate um, in in that sense. So it is an additional security there, like that. And we are also bound binding the token to to a lot of other things. Um, you know, what we're trying to do is um, when we connect people, mm, we need to provide them with some um, some hardware. So you need you know, at least a router, a modem and these things. And what we are doing as a company, we're actually leasing them that hardware, uh, but we also want to empower them to, to um, be able to own that hardware themselves. And we also want to educate them. So we came up with a system where when we provide them an internet connection and we lease them that hardware, we also give them you know, uh, tokens state. So let's say I give you hardware that's worth $100. I would then also stake for you maybe $20, $30. We didn't do exact math there yet. We need a bit more inputs for that. And um, those tokens will be staked for at least a year. So for each... For each client that we're onboarding, we're also staking tokens. And those tokens after a year can be unstaked. So the end user can say, okay, I want to unstake. And if he unstakes, then he must pay us back the $100 for the hardware that we've given them. And then he actually becomes the owner of the hard hardware. And if the tokens are at that point worth more, he actually can keep the rest of the tokens. But what we are getting is not only paid for the hardware back, we are actually getting a educated client and that's probably the most important and the most valuable thing, because uh, if you have some token stake there, you'll probably look at it. You know, everybody knows when, when you have some crypto in your wallet, you, you tend to look at it, you know, at least 10 times per day. Right? <laughs> and then you and then people start to educate themselves and, you know, what's this staking? Why, you know, um, how is it working and how can it help me? And this is the most important thing. Got it. Okay. So I think that part of it's pretty unique. So they're receiving some hardware. They're then able to have it be automatically staked for them to where they can hopefully earn enough to where they can then purchase that hardware. So then it's just outright theirs. Then I also understand a piece of DeFi from staking to unstaking to then paying you virtually to get that done. And then understanding some different centralized finance elements of this. And and then if they decide to then stake again themselves, they can then whatever they earn on top of that, they get to basically keep all of it. Now, something that I want to bring up in this scenario is the importance of understanding the underlying technology that it's built upon. One of the challenges that I've personally had with Ethereum as it relates to decentralized finance is that it can become very expensive due to gas. Gas fees become very expensive to the point where it kind of not let everyone participate. However, I believe y'all are built on scale. Can you kind of explain why you made that decision and how that's impactful towards something like this? 
Yeah, so in regards to scale, me personally, I think that the, the scale guys, they have some, some cool stuff going on. Um, how they design their blockchain seems really, really amazing. Um, and I do like their scalability solution where they actually spin up a, a blockchain. I can think about like sharding, but you know, each shard has its, its own project. Um, so we are getting our own chain. And uh, in, in that sense, nobody can really um, clog up our, our uh, you know, and slow down our transactions and uh, make the um, gas fees up. And what it actually allows us is uh, to provide gasless um, or let's say zero gas fee um, uh, to, to the end user. It's not like really gasless because you still need some gas, but the gas is actually free. Um, so. I think that's that's a really important thing to have in Africa, especially because people tend to kind of invest smaller amounts and trade smaller amounts or, you know, just operate with, with, with not really big numbers. So if then there is 20, 30, 40 or even more dollars worth of gas to pay, it just ain't happening. And in Africa, virtually almost no one uses Ethereum as, as their uh, you know, primary blockchain. They're really, if they're really forced, they'll use it, but else they, they really won't. So um, yeah, with, with this, we virtually provide uh, zero gas fees for the end user. Right. And I think that's going to be very helpful and it, it makes a lot of sense for the solution that you're providing. I want to go back to a point that you brought up earlier around one of the other elements of what makes 3 Air so special. So you talked about a, a couple of solutions, broadband network, uh, being able to provide broadband through basically providing a physical device, introducing decentralized finance where they'd be able to stake, earn rewards, and then uh, be able to pay for things through that. But then you talked about identification as well, talking about virtual um, identity. Can you kind of unpack that a little bit more and, and why you think being able to help with uh, solving that particular challenge and, and how it's going to be useful in the future? Yeah, sure. So right now there is a proposal for a standard um, that's uh, uh, called uh, DEET. Um, W3C is actually coming up with that standard. So DEET stands for Decentralized Identities or Decentralized Identifiers. And I do think that's the future of identifying. And uh, with it, I, I think that's actually the heart of, of Web3 that everybody's talking about. I don't think that Web3 will kind of uh, really pick up without... Um, it's, it's all about owning your own data, not only owning your own coins or something like that or, or, or any financial instruments. It's also about owning your own data. And I think these are the ones that are um, allowing this. So these are actually a kind of an identifier and behind it, you can store your data. And uh, because this data has been validated by, by a third party that you can trust, I don't need to show you my data. Because I just what I need to show you is uh, that somebody validated it that you trust and and that I have that data. Or, or uh, for instance, if uh, if a somebody you know if a policeman stops you and asks you if you have your driver's license, you don't need to give him the driver's license. On the driver's license, there are so many data that, that a policeman doesn't need. Why does he need to know where you live? Right? He doesn't even need to know what's your name. 
He just needs to know if you have a driver's license, right? And if I can show him that I actually have, and that's a yes or no answer, actually. You know, and if he trusts the third party that validates them, I don't need to show them, show him that data. Um, and that's just a start. You know, we can, you can then store a lot of other information. Like, for instance, what we are really uh, focused on is building a, a kind of a um, credit score for for our um, for our customers. Just because we also want to provide them some some micro loans opportunity. And um, you cannot build up a credit score without an identity. And I think a decentralized identity is perfect for something like this because, you know, also a credit score might not be only um, about your your income and such things. A lot of credit score right now also goes into some other personal things. And there's a lot of personal information that... Uh, Maybe it's it's you know it's hard to be shared. It can be it can be misused and can be sold and something like that. So a digital identity or a decentralized identity actually prevents that. It it it, it brings you back into control of your own data. And that's really important. And as we look at this, and there, there's a lot to unpack there. So everyone listening, go make sure you re-listen to that because there are a lot of different elements that this doesn't just apply to the people that uh, Sandy's going after for three year, but even for your own self, as you look at uh, web one, web two, a lot of the information and things that you were putting out there don't serve you. It's you doing things online. And then the companies that underneath who own all of the infrastructure getting paid because they are coming in and using it. As we go to web three, your data is your own and you are the one who should be benefiting and receiving some of the profits that come with using that information. And so even as you go out into the world and you start to share pieces of information, you don't have to share all of the information to get what you need done. And so this is a, a unique way to do this digitally. And it will be uh, a, a really cool stepping stone as we go into the future in the world of, of Web3. So Sandy, thank you for, for breaking that down. Um, really quickly, a lot of people, there's, there's a lot that we unpacked here today. And I think I know me, myself, I'm, I'm excited to keep learning more about this. And, and for people who's listening to this is like, wow, this sounds really amazing. I want to be, want to be a part of this, or I want to see how I can be involved at the time of this recording. You're currently going through a pre-sale by the time this goes live, it'll probably just be finishing up. But for those who still want to participate in the token, sale, how would they potentially be able to uh, do that? Yeah, so we are launching on a few launch pads um, that we are not disclosing at this moment in time when we are recording, but probably once this is live, you should just go um, either to, to our website, probably the best, and that's uh, 3air.io. It's three with a number and air, the air that you breathe. It's actually because we are delivering like three services over air, so that's why it's 3air. Um, so 3air.io. And uh, you'll have all the links there. And probably the best is also to just uh, connect to us uh, on, on, on some socials, either on Twitter, on Telegram, or on Discord. Um, and you'll find all the, the information there. Excellent. And we'll make sure to share all of that information in the show notes. So if you're listening to this, go check out our show notes and we will have all those links. But Sandy, as we wrap up here, I always like to finish with a couple of fun questions. The first is you've now been in this space for a while and you know, you've been working on 3Air uh, for a, a portion of time as well. With all the information you have right now, if you could go impart one to two pieces of wisdom to yourself when you first got started building this, what would you tell yourself? 
Well, I, I do think that um, doing real due diligence on on project is really, really important. So I would, before I kind of go into any projects right now, and I didn't do that just at the beginning, I would really dig deep into it. Um, so this, I, I did go a lot into how blockchain actually works to be able to understand it. And I do think that helped me also with picking out the, the, the right project because then you know what makes sense and what doesn't. So I did this right, but I would like to stress that I think it's really, really important. Although it's kind of geeky way uh, of, of doing it, um, I, I find it uh, really, um, it, it's worth the while to understand that. For sure. Uh, do your due diligence, uh, research, and bef- especially before you dive into something, make sure you really have a, a pretty good understanding of, of, of what you're getting into. So I appreciate that sentiment. And as we wrap up here and uh, we you've dropped, again, a, a ton of really good information on all of the things that you have going on over at 3Air, what's the final thought that you want to leave with the listeners here today? Yeah, just one thing. So uh, I, I mentioned that we are already operational, right, in Sierra Leone. So I, I literally can see how, you know, a few lives uh, that I know personally changed with with, uh, with the internet. Um, and um, currently in Sierra Leone, there are around 10,000 people that are using our connections already. And we, we, we are there on our, on our testing ground. So there was no real marketing behind it or, or something like that. It's literally a testing round. So right now we have a expansion um, to, to two really big economies confirmed. And we're also doing some, um, some um, collaboration with, with the African Chamber of Digital Commerce and the Nigerian Ministry of Communication. So we, we want to... Um, connect and educate uh, around three and a half million students. And um, I, I really am passionate about this. And I, I think projects that makes them the most, such projects actually go back to, to why Bitcoin was created, why, why blockchain actually should exist. And I think that we kind of lost this idea during the, the few bull cycles where everybody's just making millions and millions and we're forgetting that we should be giving back. And um, yeah, this is, I hope that, that this is what we can do, that we can really change lives of, of millions. And I would like everyone to, to be part of it. For sure. I think that is a very profound, yes, we are in the business of, being business people and making money, et cetera. But it is possible to do it with a cause. It is possible to not only change your own life, but to change others and to provide them access to things that you already have access to that mean something to you. And it's actually changing your life for the better. So why not provide a way for it to do the same for someone else um, while still growing your own. So I, I connect with that. I appreciate you sharing that. And, um, you know, congratulations on already, you know, the impact that you have in place and for the future impacts that is still to come. Um, I think this is a really amazing project. So everyone make sure you go check out all the links uh, that we're going to be sharing. But Sandy, I know you said it before, but what, one more time, what are the best ways that people are going to be able to connect with you and learn more about everything happening at 3Air? Yeah, the best thing is just to go to 3air.io 
and um, read a bit there um, and connect to our socials. We also have a big blog and we have a big doc section. So there is a, a lot written of what we're doing, how we're doing it. Even our white paper has 130 pages. I know that not everyone will take uh, the time to read it, but I do urge you go read it. You'll, you'll, make, you'll, you'll see how much sense it makes what we're actually doing. Excellent. Well, again, thank you so much for spending time with us. Everyone, make sure to go check out 3Air. And for everyone listening, stay Cryptocurrent. Hey, Cryptocurrent crew. We want to give a quick shout out to all of our faithful listeners out there. It's been an amazing journey, and we really appreciate your support throughout the years as we've been growing as a community. Each episode, we decided that we would start sharing some of the reviews that you were leaving for us. For today, we would like to share this review. Today's review comes from PJ Nick. Always great and helpful content. Definitely useful for helping anyone that wants or needs to understand more about the cryptocurrency that's out there. Highly recommend a listen. We sincerely appreciate this review and all reviews and would like to ask that if you're enjoying our show, please take a quick moment to go and leave a review on our podcast so that hopefully we can be highlighting your review next. Simply go to our show notes or go to our website where we have a link where you can share your review today. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on today's episode and all of our episodes, please visit us at www.crypto-current.co. You can also find a link in the show notes. Want to stay up to date in the latest news in cryptocurrency? Sign up for our newsletter today. You'll receive daily emails Monday through Friday that are personalized and curated content specific to you and your interest, powered by artificial intelligence. You can either go to our show notes or go to our website to sign up today. Are you an accredited investor looking to invest in cryptocurrency? Crescent City Capital can help. Go to crescentcitycapital.com for more information. I don't know if you've noticed, but the quality of our podcast each week are improving. I can only thank my amazing producer, Andrew DeRitter with DeRitter Productions, who has been putting all of this together. If you have any podcast, music, or audio needs, please go to DeRitterProductions.com. That's D-E-R-I-T-T-E-R Productions.com. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Cryptocurrent with Richard Carthon. We'll be back with more exciting developments from the world of blockchain and cryptocurrency next week. But until then, stay Cryptocurrent. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Cryptocurrent. Just one quick reminder. Cryptocurrent is a cryptocurrency and blockchain education platform that's bridging the gap between the curious newcomers who are just discovering the space and the thought leaders who are shaping its future. All opinions expressed by Richard Carthon, the Cryptocurrent team, and their guests on this show are exclusively their own opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed by Richard, the team, and their guests as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or to follow his financial advice. This show and any other cryptocurrent production is exclusively for informational purposes.